Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hello, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and today is another one of my monthly recaps. Woohoo! <laughs> um, that was a pretty sad woohoo, not gonna lie, but um, it's December. It's officially December, and I'm excited because last night I just went on a or went to the Christmas parade that is in my community, and I always feel like that kind of just like sets the mood because they always do it on the first. I think it's the first day of December because it was on December 1st or it might just be the first Thursday of every December. So I might be wrong about that, but oh well. I went to it. It was really fun and it kind of just sets the tone. And of course, I put up my Christmas tree. Haven't put on the ornaments yet. Haven't done the outside decorations, but we're getting there. It's going to happen. And I know on the last week monthly recap that I did I had talked about how I'm going to try as hard as possible to not listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving yeah um that didn't work (laughs) I'm gonna come plain out so basically what ended up happening was I did I did wait I did wait but then I heard Christmas music on the radio and I was like you know what if they're already playing it on the radio and I'm pretty sure this was the second week of November I was like if they're already playing it I can listen to it. So why not? So I started listening to it here or there, but now I'm officially playing it. And also, I don't think this one counts, but I it was part of listening to Christmas music. I had a client request to listen to Christmas music as we were working out, and I was secretly just like, yes, yes, more Christmas music. But I don't know if I'm going to end up turning into one of those people who are like, I'm done listening to Christmas music because I listen to it all the time. But I'm pretty sure most people don't like listening to Christmas music while they work out. So I don't think that's going to be the case, but... Who knows? We'll see. But I will say we are having some issues with our Christmas tree. And I think it just goes to show that sometimes when something is broken, it's better off just to replace it. But you're just going to stick through and be like, no, it's fine. I'm going to ignore it. It's kind of like when people talk about when you have a car and it keeps making a noise and you're like, might as well just like keep driving the car because like it's fine it's not nothing's wrong necessarily it's just making a weird noise so you just like you ignore it it's the same thing with our Christmas tree so for the past I think three years our Christmas tree has slowly like its lights will not turn on and the first year it was like oh it's just the bottom light so it's fine you can barely even see it um it's covered up with with ornaments so no one would even know that the bottom lights were out Then the following year, it was like, oh, there's a whole section that's out. So we got this little thing where it kind of like jump starts the the lights and it was fine. It works perfectly fine. Then I went to set up the Christmas tree this year and I kid you not, it's like a zebra pattern when it comes to lights being on, lights being off, lights being on, lights being off. So we are still deciding to ignore it and just jumpstart every single one. But I think in the near future, hopefully, we will be getting a new Christmas tree because I have this seeking suspicion that when I go to put up the Christmas tree next year, 
all of the lights are going to be out. But I don't know, maybe something magical will happen and it will end up being like all the lights turn on magically and it's the Christmas magic, whatever that you see in movies. <laughs> um, but as you can tell, I'm super excited for December. I already have some things scheduled out. I am really excited because I'm taking, I, I feel like I'm becoming an adult and I don't know why this is making me feel like I'm becoming an adult, but I'm like, I told my friends, I was like, we're going to have a Christmas party. I'm going to schedule one. I'm going to make one. I always loved in elementary school, there was this kid who his mom would always do these Christmas parties and I loved doing them or going to them and like getting together with friends. And then you do the whole like gift exchange thing, white elephant. Like I know people kind of get upset when they're like, oh, I got a stupid gift, da, 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 da. But I don't know. I think it's funny to see funny gifts and being able to enjoy that. Now, granted, if you spent like a bunch of money on a gift and then you're kind of like, well, this is dumb. I got this dumb gift. But I think it's the joy of being together and kind of laughing together that I love about White Elephant. And anyways, so I loved how she would do that. And I was like, why don't I just make that in my own life? Like, if no one else is out here creating that or having that party or I'm getting invited to it I don't know then why don't I just go out and do it might as well just make it into my reality so that's what I did and it doesn't have to be anything special it doesn't have to be anything big but the fact of just being able to like get together with friends honestly I'm just like probably gonna be like hey let's just like wear some pajamas decorate some gingerbread houses watch some Christmas movies and do a gift exchange like that sounds like fun it doesn't have to be this like big ordeal party thing where you got the like decorations and everything super fancy and put together and looks like Pinterest like why does it have to be that big of a deal when the main reason to get together is to be together I don't know that's just my thoughts um, because I feel like sometimes I would allow that to keep me from doing things that I wanted to do because I'm like oh it has to be perfect it has to be this big ordeal this big party everything has to be super clean and decorated with the right decorations when it's like most of the time when people come to your house they're literally coming to your house or to your party just to enjoy being around people so that's what's kind of foreshadowing in my December and being excited for all of that but the main reason for this podcast is talking about what happened in November which obviously the number one thing that most people are going to say is like Thanksgiving if you live in the United States you're probably like yeah I had Thanksgiving for or if you celebrate Thanksgiving that's probably what you're saying and this Thanksgiving was actually pretty good um I would say Everyone was really happy at my Thanksgiving because the Cowboys won. Woohoo. If you're not a Cowboys fan, I'm really sorry about that. But there was definitely a lot of screaming at the Thanksgiving table uh, because of the quick turnaround it came with the Cowboys. So we were all really excited about that. And Thanksgiving this year was like pretty chill for me. It felt kind of weird because I'm used to having Thanksgiving in like the middle of the day. But we had ours more towards the end of the day. And not going to lie, like, it was a bit rough at the beginning because there's almost this, like, hype when it comes around holidays about feeling like it should be this joyful time and, like, you should feel connected and stuff like that, which I do think is a big part of it. But 
I think what's hard for me sometimes is that like my parents were working. Um, I still had to do school and I think it's coming into this reality of like life. I don't know. I'm still debating on if I agree with that, how I should feel or not, or if that's like something I've been told I should feel like during holidays, but feeling like it didn't feel special in the morning, but I knew there was something later to look forward to. So that kind of like kept my hypes or my joys up high. So when I first started out my day, I was just kind of like, well, this kind of just feels like a normal day and it's kind of sad. Like I want it. I want it to be exciting. I want to be around family and stuff like that. But I didn't I didn't have that in the morning or afternoon. I had to wait for that. And I I still had work, um, which I still I enjoy that. But the fact of it not being like this special, magical day throughout the day kind of made me a little bit sad. And I just I hope for people who didn't have that they were still able to enjoy and feel connected with someone or at least like enjoy a good meal with themselves. So I just wanted to reach out and say that. Um, But I will say the day after, I don't know how I didn't realize this, but I did some of the like Black Friday sales, you know, that like most people do. And I, um, for some reason, and I can't believe I said yes to this, but a friend reached out to me and she was like, you want to go to the mall? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. I did not think that it was Black Friday. And honestly, yes, the the parking lot was super duper full. Not going to lie. Like I'm pretty sure I was on like the fourth floor of the parking garage to finally find a parking spot. But the actual mall, and I don't know if it's just because most people go online shopping, but there was like barely anyone there. I was walking around and it was like, yeah, it was pretty packed, but it's not like people were aggressive or anything maybe I was at the wrong mall but it really took my like expectation levels of what Black Friday is supposed to be like really really low (laughs) so for any of you guys making the excuse of like oh I don't go Black Friday shopping to the mall it's crazy it's insane it's like it's actually not that bad and part of me is kind of sad about that like I was I was ready for like the energetic hive being like everyone rustling and bustling but nothing it was like a normal normal mall day like on a Saturday when like a lot of people go so um another thing that I did this November was I did a lot of hiking which makes me really excited like I know some people will tell me I sound like a mom when I say this um which like why are we stereotyping moms about this but I like have a lot of Facebook groups I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and for most of them that I like have some for like traveling for my school for obviously hiking and then my nutrition coaching has a few Facebook groups and then there's some other people's Facebook groups that I'm in and the reason why I joined them is because I've always had this like weird relationship with social media or what I think about it and I know social media was made to connect and I feel like sometimes that we get this false connection of being on social media and I I really wanted to make sure and this is something that I'm going to try and make sure more often is that the reason why I have social media is so that I can actually can a like truly connect with people or be like 
meet people in person. And I think that's what I get from the Facebook groups. It's like, yeah, you can like post the hike that you're going on or like ask questions and stuff like that, which is nice. So then you can get ideas and exchange things. I've even heard um, Mind Pump Sal talks about this all the time where he's like, just go in there and like say a statement or like ask questions. And he's doing a more for like scientific Facebook groups or like political face group Facebook groups and stuff like that just to learn which like honestly that intimidates me a bit so I'd be a little bit nervous about that but maybe that just goes to show that I need to do that but I like going into these Facebook groups especially these hiking ones because they have events they have things that like hey let's go meet people I've done a few different things like I did a Christmas paddle boarding last year over the summer, I did like a, this sounds really funny, but I did a, like a salsa dancing meetup and not going to lie, I was really bad at it. The thing that I was most nervous about was stepping on people's toes and that didn't happen. But I will say there was this one kid who was wearing flip flops and that really scared me because I was like, dude, you have no protection whatsoever and you don't know how bad of a dancer I may or may not be. Uh, so there was that but then now with these Facebook groups it was like I was I committed to myself I told myself okay we're going on this hike and not gonna lie it was a bit nerve-wracking because I was going on this hike by myself and I kept I do this thing back and forth where I'm like should I do this by myself do I want to do this by myself and it's been something that I've been struggling with being an online school where I don't there's a few people that I talk with from my school but it's still that like lack of connection and seeing people. And I've thought about like joining groups at my school, but then timing with my work and then timing with like studying and stuff like that. It's been hard to organize that and kind of, again, creating that for myself, being like, okay, I know this is something I enjoy. I enjoy hiking. I like being out in nature. I, I want to see other places in Texas that have hiking. If that means that I have to drive an hour and a half, that's fine. Um, but the first hike that I went on was with the Facebook group Inhale Exhale. And I think this just popped up in my event page for Facebook. And I was like, you know what? Okay, this is a group of women. They're coming together and they're going on a hike. Might as well try it. And it's honestly doing this has opened my mind up to how many places there are around Texas or some of them are in Oklahoma, but where there is hiking. I've always kind of thought that like, oh, Texas, like it barely has anywhere to hike. Like there's no steep incline. So they're more like trails. What's the point of hiking? But it's like, no, there's actually some pretty good places. And the first place I went to was Eagle Mountain, I think, for inhale, exhale. And then from there, it was kind of like I started making connections where I met these other group of women who's like, hey, yeah, the next weekend I'm going with this other group. If you want to come, let's go. And I was like, OK, might as well. And that one was with Sisterhood Hikes. I really enjoyed this group. This group was like huge, though, but it was kind of cool because they sectioned off into four different groups. And I was kind of like, OK, I'll probably be in like group two because that's like group one's the fastest. And then group two is kind of like medium fast I guess group three would be like medium slow and then the last group's like slow um 
But that one was really fun. And since I was able to go with people that I already knew, sort of, um, it made it a little bit easier for the drive because that was like a longer drive. And then it kind of allowed me to get this like energetic high of being like, ooh, okay, I want to go on more hikes. This would be fun. And I had heard from that group, they're like, oh, yeah, join Hiker Babes. And I guess Hiker Babes is like a really big one. Like they have there's hiker babes, but then there's like hiker babes for certain areas of Texas. And then there's hiker babes of certain areas of other states, which I think is really cool. And I was like, you know what? I'll join this hiker. I think I was invited from that group. And now I kind of get like all these different hikes that I can decide to go on for that weekend. Not going to lie. The one with hiker babes that I went on, that one was a bit of a drive. (laughs) I didn't realize how long an hour and a half by yourself a drive could be. I was able to get through like one and a half podcasts, so that was great, but I'm a very antsy person and I like to get up and driving straight for an hour and a half. I was like, "Mm, man, I don't know if I could do this again by myself. So I feel like if you have another person it's a little bit easier to distract yourself, but it was kind of, it was nice to be around those people who were like, oh yeah, we're going to do this hike or just seeing different people's perspectives. And I'm excited to join more of their hikes. Sadly, though, I think Sisterhood Hikes isn't doing one in December because it's cold, but at least they like, they have a little Christmas party and I was like, oh cool, I'll join that. And then like, I think Inhale Exhale, which I'm super excited that they're doing this is like an ugly Christmas sweater hike. I think that one's also at Eagle Mountain again. So if you want to come join, I'll probably be there. Just like search up on Facebook, Inhale, Exhale. Um, I think it's like Inhale, Exhale. Maybe it has sisterhood on there, but there's like an ugly Christmas sweater hike and I would love to meet you there and say hi. So definitely go to that. I think this podcast will be out before that hike happens. So yeah, join those Facebook groups do it. I I highly recommend because it's it's fun because then you start meeting other people and like-minded people. And I promise you, people are not as scary as you think. That was something that I've learned from, I think it was a YouTuber, to be honest. She had said like, a lot of the times we get in our head being like, oh my goodness, what if this person judged me? What if they think I'm creepy? But honestly, you just have to be the first one to step out and say, hey, I like this. Like, I like what you're wearing. That's what I found what's really easy is just going up to a person and say like, hey, I like your shirt. And then you kind of just start slowly getting into a conversation. But I'm easily getting into that. But I thought I would like give a little update on like my piano. I know I finally posted a video on my Instagram about my piano lessons. Not going to lie. It was a bit nerve wracking because I'm one of those people that get really enraged when I play piano Um, and I think it's because I get so passionate about wanting to play the song and then my one finger just kind of messes up and I'm just like ah and so I will like scream at the piano and then I will try and stay calm and then I realize I make these really weird faces when I play piano so I would take the video and I'd be like okay Maybe my face looks a bit weird for that, but maybe I should just post it anyways, because at least you guys could get a good laugh out of like my weird faces when it comes to piano. But I've kind of found that like I'm understanding the approach more when it comes to how my piano teacher is teaching. 
it's like when your teacher doesn't tell you how to solve a math problem and they're just like solve it for yourself and you're just kind of like what the heck I have no idea what I'm doing but you have to like use your prior knowledge or just I guess in this case it's like using my ears or other senses to figure out what I'm doing without her actually telling me and I think this is kind of a story of life where it's kind of like you learn better when you figure it out for yourself or it like sticks in your brain more and I think that's what my piano teacher is trying to teach me and the only reason why I discovered this was because I think since I reached out to learn piano again for myself and I've structured that into my schedule of trying to practice piano more often and looking up YouTube videos about it making myself excited I've slowly collected more and more YouTube videos of how to play piano and I would like go on my piano and play some piano and one of the biggest things that's really helped me in that is telling myself that you only have to do it for like 10 minutes and then it ends up being like 15-20 minutes because I get excited about playing piano and I, I really hope that I stick with playing piano. I secretly am hoping that I could get this piano around Christmas time. So like parents, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't even think they listen to this podcast, but if they are, maybe get that like keyboard for me. That would be, I would be really excited about that. But if not, then like I can always get one for myself. I think there's like a few on Amazon that I could probably get um, because when I'm not living at home anymore, I won't have my what do I call it? Tuned, my untuned piano. (laughs) I was going to say tuned, but it's definitely an untuned piano to where sometimes the keys will not work. But another update that I wanted to give you guys was my personal training update. I honestly feel like I'm not going to say I'm amazing. I'm definitely not going to say that I'm like a great personal trainer. Um, I still think that I have things to learn. And honestly, I feel like I will always still have things to learn when it comes to personal training, but I definitely feel like I'm building my confidence more. And I'm really grateful that I decided to do this personal training. And I, I think when I first started, I was really nervous about being like good enough for it. But now that I'm actually getting into it, I'm feeling more comfortable. And I feel like that's going to help me more do things that are scary. Because I'm starting to learn that, yeah, when you start something and even when I started the podcast it was like pretty intimidating and scary but now that when I come from a perspective of hey let's try and see how I can improve in this way it's made it less intimidating and also realizing that I do know things (laughs) which sounds kind of funny but I think sometimes I forget that people don't, even though I know things, people don't always know them. Or sometimes people need that structure of someone just giving them a workout that they can trust. And I know I can provide that. But then on the back end, also really realizing like, okay, I didn't do great doing this, but then I can do this instead to improve. And I think it's helped me feel more comfortable with being uncomfortable, which I didn't realize was going to be the case. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that because I know I could have been like, I do this sometimes where I like to overthink things and be wishy-washy. And I'm really glad that I committed to that personal training. So if there's something right now that you're sort of like struggling with as far as wondering, am I good enough at this, but I really want to work at it? 
I'd say stick with it because there's probably something on the back end that you're not really realizing that it's helping you improve. And then also it's just like I've been able to build connections with people and kind of apply that to other aspects of my life. Like I've met some pretty interesting people and had some pretty interesting conversations, which I've loved in the process of this. And with that, with the personal training, since I'm also doing the nutrition coaching, I've finally been able to have my two guinea pig clients, which I'm super excited about. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but the way that NCI kind of certify or does certify you is instead of taking a test, you have to train someone or do nutrition coaching for three months for free. And then with that, it again, builds your confidence without feeling like they have to pay you. And then from there, you're able to like, if you, if I want to offer my services and nutrition coach someone, then I could if I wanted to or just get the CEUs, which that's something in the background that I'm still debating about. If that's something you guys are interested in, because I know I have the background of recovering from an eating disorder. And if you are struggling from things as far as like food, nutrition, I would love to help you out with that. But I don't, I want to wait until I am certified for that because I, again, want to build my confidence and know that I can help people truly and fully. So, but let me know if you're interested in that. Um, All right. So next part of the podcast, this was a really bad transition, not going to lie, but I wanted to talk about the lesson that I learned this month. And it's kind of funny because I feel like I've kind of put like many lessons throughout this podcast, but this was the major lesson that I learned this month and it's to be okay with being silent. I know I had posted a podcast about problems with a podcast, but I think in general, obviously, like we're so connected when it comes to like music, podcasts, and talking and being with friends all the time that sometimes we're like not okay with ourselves and just being silent. So that is something that is really important to work on. But I think the major thing that I'm talking about is like in communication with other people. Uh, I've realized this a lot with like personal training, with interviewing people and then coaching people as far as like with the nutrition coaching, but giving, being okay with that pause. And it's kind of funny because this audible book that I'm listening to that was a weird way of saying it an audiobook that's what it's called um called never split the difference I've been listening to I actually purchased it a while ago I listened to it a little bit but then I got back into my podcast kick and I was like yeah and then I forgot to listen to it but then recently I've kind of been called to listen to it again and he talks about how if I can remember exactly I don't know exactly what he was in but he I think he's a part of the FBI. Don't quote me on that because I'm not super sure about that. But he is a part of like doing investigations and stuff like that. And he teaches you. It's more of like a business book, not going to lie. But I feel like you can still get some interesting like psychology aspects to it on learning how to communicate with people. And it you don't have to do it for business. But he talks about how you you need to be more of a listener and ask more questions to get things out of people. And I think when it came to like coaching people, for instance, I know this knowledge, but then again, going back to if I could ask a question and they kind of 
come up with their own answer or I could lead them to that answer, then it's going to be more of an insight for them and realizing that. It's kind of like when people tell you you can't convert someone to a certain religion. They kind of just have to bring it up themselves or like with eating healthy. It's kind of like show, don't tell where it's like I can I can work out. I can eat healthy and I can show people how to do that. But until they come to me, then that's that means they're open to hearing my advice. And I think that also plays into when people kind of have their hindsight 2020 where they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize this mind blown or they blow their own mind. It's more powerful to them, or at least I know it is for me. And I know a lot of like my therapist does this. The mentor that I'm working with right now, she does this. Um when I was working with a dietitian, she did this. And so I'm really trying to focus on doing that with other people. But I kid you not, it is so uncomfortable because I I want to just give them everything. I want to be like, here, here's all the information. Make your life better. It's going to be great. But being okay with letting them sit and think for a second is something that I've been consistently learning throughout this month and probably going to learn through December. And I think it's because I get uncomfortable in that silence position being like, are they wanting me to give them more? And just realizing that sometimes that silence will give them that second to think. And I've also thought about this in like relationships. I was talking to my mentor about this and she gave me something that I was just like, my mind was blown. So there are instances where you do need to tell people things, but Most of the time, you probably just have to be quiet. But what she had told me was sometimes when you don't like silence and conversations, for instance, sometimes when you don't like silence or you always want to be the one talking, it's because you want to control the conversation. And I was just like, whoa, (laughs) mind blown. I don't know if someone else needed to hear that. Like, I hope someone else's mind was blown as much as mine was when I heard this. But it kind of. It really hit me. Because I know I like to talk a lot, especially in small conversations. When I'm in big groups, I'm kind of like the person observing. But for the most part, I like talking. I like informing. I like joking around. And I don't think this is a bad thing necessarily. um, Because, of course, when I was learning for my nutrition coaching, they talked about how, like, you need to be the person who's in in control of the conversation. Like you need to lead them in the right direction. So there is some importance to that. But I think as far as relationships, it's like you can tell where the conversation is going if you're always the one talking. You kind of like you're the one who sets the stage. You're the one who directs the conversation. So you feel comfortable and safe in yourself because of how the conversation is going because you're the one directing it. And... I think me learning to allow other people to talk and see what brings up for them will help me learn more and then also just be more comfortable in myself being like, hey, you don't always have to be the one in control. And it's kind of funny how the less that I'm in my eating disorder, the more I still realize how those like senses of control are popping up in my life and letting those go. So I don't want to say I have control issues like I'm a crazy person or anything, but I will say that it's kind of like one of those insights where it's like, okay, let's try something different for now. 
instead of being the first person who's talking at the dinner table, maybe ask a question and just sit and listen. And I think I'm pretty good at listening, or at least I'd like to say, because like I, when I was in elementary school, I got this like little reward. I don't know if you've ever heard of like the seven habits. It was like a little kid's book. And my school took that like to the extreme and was like, okay, each person each month gets like an award for like each seven habits. I think like the first one was like, not productivity, but um, what's the word? It starts with a P. It's like being prepared. Um, I forget the second one, but I, I know the the seventh one was like, seek to understand then to be understood award. And I got that one. So there's got to be something there where I do listen. But I think in my close relationship, sometimes I, I like to be the one who's talking so I know where it's going. Um, or when I get nervous, I'll talk a lot. Not to say that I'm nervous on this podcast, but I find that coming up a lot. So if you're one of those people that kind of talks a lot and you find yourself never being the one quiet, maybe try for a while being the one that's quiet so then you can kind of hear other people's perspectives and maybe ask yourself, is it because I want to control the conversation so I know where it's going and know what we're talking about? Because who knows, maybe you'll have a conversation that you never realized you would have, but it would kind of be scary to have because you wouldn't have allowed them to speak up and talk for or talk about that. I hope that made sense. I don't know. That kind of felt like a jumble of words, but if you got it, you got it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really enjoyed giving you a recap of my life and all the little insights that I had. But if you have any other questions or topics that you want me to talk about, please email me at beccababblespodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at Rebecca.8 uh, with any topics or questions you want me to talk about. And if you feel called to leave a five-star rating and review, that would be amazing. I would love to read them and share this with any friends or family members that you think would need to hear this. I would love that. But besides that, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast and I can't wait to babble with you next time. 